Morning. So I noticed, you remember noticed last week that Neil, our fantastic producer, we got our 50 minute thing down to it was 24 minutes last week. It's getting week week by week. Neil's you just sh- go through it, yeah, boring. Sh- boring. Yeah, boring. boring. Don't like that. That, that. He doesn't talk like that. He's he not from Manchester. He doesn't he talk from, like that. Where's he from? Flatpool. Fucking take the piss out of my producer. He does talk like that. No, he doesn't. Yeah, boring. <laughs> That's no, that's that's it's not. It's fine, it's fine. I love that. That's my Auntie Judy you're doing there. You can't use the same one for. for... <laughs> Don't get me started She's on Auntie from... Judy. He's from Manchester. <laughs> we love yeah. him. Oh, Auntie Judy. He's everybody's favourite auntie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, um, so, it's getting shorter and shorter. Neil, uh-huh. is there a reason for this? <laughs> Please say it's because you're boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gave me permission to take Paris out, so I took the whole Paris out. Oh, uh, right. I could have left it. We did a Paris is a shithole segment. But we also took out the stuff about the pronunciation of um, atrophy, which was my entire column. And at the end, the plug said, if you're interested in this, hear Esther and Giles arguing about the pronunciation of atrophy in the podcast. And then it wasn't in. And I, I was it's just not Neil's fault. Wondering what was in? That's all. I don't think Neil w- reads the Why would we bother to sit here for 45 minutes if Neil's just going boring, Can't get it boring, right every week. boring. Can't and get it right with... every week. And also, P.S., once you know what your what you're going to write about, you could just like drop him a text going, by the way, I'm going to do my column on this, so leave it in. Yeah, Neil's agreeing with me. Yeah, he's yeah. Finger in the air. Yes, Esther, he's Work, saying. work, work. I'm not going to start sending emails. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about... Um, are you fit for your age? Okay, uh, I, I, I can answer that. No. Yeah, but... No, I read that and I was quite alarmed, actually. Did you just go, no? Well, I, uh, the, the, so the first one, which is the standing on one leg one, easy. I oh, wait, so you've that. leapt in immediately. They won't know what you mean, the first one, the first what. You have to set up a thing to talk about on a podcast. Okay, okay? so, so in are you the fit times... for your age? Asks the front of the times. In we go. No one expects you to clock up a four-minute mile, but how fast can you run 5K? It's one of the ways you can assess your health relative to your peers. Here's how to rank your own fitness by... Oh, Peter B, obviously. Of course. It's basically tests. How good is your endurance? How mobile are you for your age? And, you know... The question, how fast can you run 5K? I mean, I, cu- I could not run five kilometres. Absolutely no way I could run 5K. I could walk it fast and that's it. No, because you'd all go wobble, wobble, jangle, jangle, wouldn't you? And you've never really got any running form. But I looked at it and I thought, I've yeah. got no running form. My boobs are too big and I can't be bothered to go and buy a sports bra, so it's just not going to happen. There's no such thing as boobs that are too big. There's boobs that are too big for running, let me tell you. Really? Yeah. Well, oh, that's exactly, it's qualified. Boobs that are too big for, for running. running. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So look, I thought we should do this because I wonder, is this really the test of how fit you are? I haven't done any fitness stuff now for about a year. I play a little bit of five, but I used to run a bit. And, and I look and it's, it says in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. And so, for example, the running of, um, of a mile. Do a 5K park run. No. Sorry, Hammer. Sit upright in a chair. Oh, that sounds doable. The getting up from the floor, cross-legged, get up from the floor without using your knees, your hands. Can you do that? I do slightly wonder if I can do that or not. Well, look, why don't we go through this thing and see? Because the expectation... Oh, he's taking his sweater off. He's getting... warming. I mean, basically, I get sweaty talking, so... <laughs> so how well can you balance in your 20s and 30s, okay, the test. Time how long you can stand on one leg without wobbling. Do it with your eyes open and near a wall, as opposed to standing in a field with your eyes closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, progress to doing it with your eyes closed. Okay, what it tells you, balance nose dies from our 50s onwards and with the decline, the risk of falls and fractures rises. Okay, 
So, we should do it now. Okay. Okay, good. It's 45 plus seconds, all okay, right? Okay, fine. So let's time it. Wow. Nearly oh, you're going to time it? it. Yeah. Okay, amazing. Okay. Without wobbling. Yeah, so you have to do it like that. You don't have to do it like that. That's time how long? Do it with your eyes open. The woman in the picture has got like pointy yoga hands and one foot like that. You don't have to do tree pose. You just stand on one leg. Well, I'm going to do tree pose. Okay, say go. Go. It was without wobbling. Fuck off laughing. You are really making things hard for yourself by doing that. No, I'm, and I'm wearing slippers. Are you supposed to wear slippers in the picture? She's... The guy online, they illustrated online with, with a guy just hold, holding, holding his, his, his... What do they mean by not wobbling? You're very wobbly, darling. Fuck off. Well, because you've made it so hard for yourself. Well, fuck off. Don't tell me how to stand on one leg. This is fine. Of course it's fine. So are you feeling any pain in your ankle? No. You're feeling a kind of slight throbbing in your right calf. <laughs> your left calf. How comfortable is it meant to be? How long is this, Neil? Is this like a day? That's 40 seconds. How long have I got to do it for? I think you've done it. I think you're good. It's 45 seconds. In your 40s? No, but you keep on going. I'm going to do the good score for 20s and 30s. Wait, wobble. No, fuck off. I just like reading a paper. <laughs> now, fuck. Go on. Now that's, okay. So, I'm not going to die. So I can do that. Next one, how good is your muscular endurance? Do the burpee challenge, fuck off. I don't want to do that. How mobile are you? The test, sit on the floor with legs crossed and get back up without the help of your hands or knees. If you can stand up without using a hand, forearm, knee, side of a leg or hand, you score a perfect 10. Five points for sitting, five points for standing. If you use any of these for support, subtract one point each time. It's a maths test. Subtract a half <laughs> point if you were wobbly sitting or standing. Okay, should we do that? I, I'm not sure I can do that very well, but yeah, sure. Sit on the floor with legs crossed and get you back up without though. the help of your hands or knees. What? Now stand up doing what? That? Yeah. Fucking hell. You just stood up? Yeah. And what am I not allowed to use? Anything. You've got to do it like I did. See? Yeah, so cross things. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. Do, I... it, do it to hand. No! <laughs> Okay, so I scored literally nothing on mobile. Sit in the middle of a hardback dining chair, arms folded across the chest, uh -huh. you do it as well, oh, okay. and feet flat on the floor, yep. shoulder width apart. Raise yourself to a full standing position, knees straight. Oh, this is for the 70s plus. <laughs> uh, well, look, I was going to say, look, I can stand up out of my fucking chair. <laughs> I'm very fit for a 70 year old, so all I have to do is sit here, okay. just not deteriorate over the next 16 years. And not, de not deteriorating. How is my... healthy are your upper body muscles? The dead hang is a test of your grip power. I could not do that. We have to, that I can do. I, that I can't do. I couldn't do that. I would let go in like one second. We've got nothing to hang from. We haven't got anything to hang from. I would just, I, I, I can't, cannot do that. Basically, so my thinking was this is all bullshit. How do you really test if you're fit yes, for your age? Yes, yes, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So I would want to say, are you, and fit for what exactly? Mm -hmm. So can you write a 1200 word column in two hours without <laughs> shitting yourself? Yes. Yeah? Yep, very Th good. That's a good one. And also it is interesting, right? Because my, because my mother has never taken an exercise class or, or, or done any sort of formal exercise at all. And she's 80, I think she's 84 this year. And she is 
so fit and mobile and healthy and in such good nick. And I just, but I don't think, I don't think when she was my age, she could have done a park run. Do you know what I mean? But she just kind of, she's very active and does gardening and walks everywhere and stuff. And I, I do think someone, I, she could never do a dead hang. <laughs> I just think that like, it's, I just think it's faintly bollocks, all this sort of stuff. Oh, it is all entire, entire bollocks. Um, is what things can you actually do? Can you... Uh, do something about traffic because you're so exercised about the traffic at the moment how about like can you can you get your kid home from school can you get out of the car in a traffic jam uh, put the handbrake on run to the front of the queue to find out just what the fuck's going on shout at the road work yeah great come back get in your car thing yeah Uh, uh, it's like can you can you get um, Your your old telly to the skip up the, to, to, to the to the to the what's it called the recycling depot. Mm. Get it up the shelf, throw it over yeah. the thing. Yeah, you know. rather than having to dump it at the corner like everybody does. Everyone it just. Yeah, I was talking exactly. to the I was talking to the Violia guys the other the other week, and once there, 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 there was that experiment, the broken window thing. Where anyway, that's too complicated. It's really weird. Basically, something like one person leaves like an old fridge at the corner, and then like a thousand people just go, "Ooh, it's dump day," and they all kind of dump their old crap. Anyway, so can you get it to the to the actual municipal dump rather than at the at the corner? I'm very annoyed about fly tipping on the corner of our street. Don't rub your eyes in I'm despair. Not. I'm not. Um, what else? Okay, uh, that's that's quite good. Uh, do you have the energy to actually read your hang children? Hanging pictures. So look, oh, yeah, hang can pictures. you that's hang a picture one. on a wall without falling off a stepladder? Yeah. With your arms in the air so that all the blood sort of runs away while your <laughs> wife is going, oh, like down a bit, down a bit. Actually, no, left. Oh, I hate hanging pictures. You know, bam, 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 hanging up a picture or drilling it mm. with the drill, the thing going in without the dust plaster dust coming out and getting in your eye and dropping the drill and drilling a hole in your knee. Mm-hmm. These are you more useful things than standing up without using your hands. Because you have hands, for example. If yes. you didn't have hands, useful test. Yeah. What's the other kind of a sweaty nightmare thing that you need to be quite fit to do? Sex. Yeah, all of that. And then what else? Uh, 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 um, oh, God, changing bed sheets without getting into a real tiz, real sort of sweaty yeah, tiz. the duvet, turning it inside out. Anyway, let's yeah. move on. Oh, you've had enough of that, have you? Yeah, I don't know, yeah. No, I think that's a great column, but you, you do need to sit down for a bit and work out what it is that you're going to... Because that's funny. That, that is funny. And I think people like it when you go off on the, one of those kind of... Basically, real, like... angry, you're, you're angry about the ridiculous things it's asking if you can do, so let's make it a bit more real-world-based. Yeah. Um... The things that matter. Beards! Okay. Today's paper, page 39, beards. This is quite the leap... It's quite the cognitive leap, but it's a story about Gillette. So Procter & Gamble has cut its annual profit forecast following a write-down in the value of its Gillette business. And what does Gillette make? Gillette. They make razors. Thank you. Okay, so but do you, do you know what Gillette used to make? It's the story going to be that people have beers now and don't shave. Do you know what Gillette used to make? Swords. Yes! <laughs> a bit like Wilkinson sword. Yes, exactly. Mm. They used to make swords. Okay, fine. So, so you're saying that dueling went out of fashion... So, and swords in wars. So they started making razors. Like and now- Swarovski. Swarovski, who make crystals for rifle sights and for other weapons of mass destruction, they, uh, they needed to sort of change their business a bit or just kind of diversify. They're like, they're like, we're really good at cutting crystal. What else can we make out of crystal? I know, teeny weeny animals that you can sell at the airport to businessmen so they can buy them for their children. I had so many. When my dad used to work in the Middle East, I just got like rabbits and cats and all sorts of stuff. You look unbelievably I can't angry. believe we're not, we've got, we've left the razors already. 
So what is the story? The story is that Gillette, the story Gillette is companies that... lost money because yeah. people aren't buying razors because they're not shaving because of lockdown. Yeah, exactly. Post-pandemic change in habits. And this is basically a really great opportunity to, for you to write your kind of once every five years piece about beards. So you had a beard uh, when no one else had a beard and then everyone else had beards and now everyone else has still got beards. Have you got anything to say about beards? Well, have you noticed that people... I notice a bit of a change. I think people are starting to shave again. The thing with beards is... So it's a bit depressing that they're losing money because people are growing beards because they're not going out because it suggests that they're not shaving out of laziness mm -hmm. uh, rather than because beards are sort of in some way great or cool. Mm -hmm. So they're not talking, you know, the kind of beard of the 19th century with a point and a big curly moustache <laughs> would be more effort than just slashing your face off. I stopped shaving in the late 90s when everybody was clean shaven mm -hmm. just because partly it, it was partly I had stopped going to an office where, where they would expect you to shave but also because it just gave you a terrible rash those razors when you shave wet and Horrors, scrape yeah. it down but also a beard kind of suits you without a beard your face is all out of kilter yeah, well that suggests like I haven't got a chin no you do, yeah you have got a chin you've just got a very very fat neck not a fat neck, That's a wide really neck. That's really horrid. What do you mean a fat neck? <laughs> That's like saying you've got fat tits. You told me the other day that you've I had a fat You've got lovely big bum. boobs, okay? But you they, told me if I, I said you've got bum. fat boobs, you told me I, had I said a big you bum. had a big bum. Yeah, yeah. Sarah's a fat bum. <laughs> it says a fat bum. You could say I've got a big neck, I've got a thick neck, I've got a strong neck, a fat neck. This is going rapidly downhill. Yeah. Um, so, so what's that? You're next? saying I need to, sh I have to have a beard so to separate my flabby face from my fat neck or I look like Jabba the Hutt. Um, it's, it's like fucking putting a beard scribble on a balloon so that... I'm sorry. Yeah, well, it's not the case. It's, it's, it's true that if I don't shave, there is a suggestion that it's just a penis sticking up an erect cock with, a hair, with hair on top sticking I'm up trying, I've been trying to sass my way out of your bad mood and it's not really working. Uh, Okie dokie. Uh, what do you like next? I've got the Weatherspoon drinking game. The, oh, men's attitudes towards health. And the story is that men live less long than women because they don't, they don't get to the doctor. It's kind of an old story, but there's been a new study on it. Um, men's health views cost years of life, MPs are told. Macho and fatalistic attitudes yeah. towards their health means that men are living shorter lives than women. Uh, fathers often pass down unhelpful attitudes to their sons. Life expectancy at birth for, in the UK is lower for men. Uh, men don't go to the doctor. Um, this guy suggests that male dominance at the top of many sectors masks problems for men. This is what I think is interesting in lower socioeconomic groups. People look at the fact that there are more male billionaires, there are more male MPs, there are more male company chief executives. And that's the thing that you get when you read the paper. Men, men, men. men are the, there should be more women in the FTSE chairmanships. There should be more women running this, more women running that. Men have everything. Men, men, men. Too many men MPs. But that's just a small visible thing at the top, as it points out. But actually, there are the lowest social strata. There are more men in contact with the criminal justice system, more men sleeping rough, more men dying from suicide, more male drug addicts. There's, and right. they also men have a higher... The point is, I think this is about the sort of feminization of society... The perfectly right feminist takeover of all sorts of... The, there you go. You're just always ill. I'm not, is the point. Is, what, is the, that's what I I'm, fucking sneezed. Yeah, that's but not... I'm just saying, oh, what an irony. The woman sneezed while the man was trying to have this story because women are the ones who actually think they're ill all the time. And this is this thing. This is this fucking man flu thing, basically. 
This is this joke in which people in the media are entirely complicit. It is, oh, what a man flu is it? If you hear on the radio a man and woman, if you were to hear on the Today programme, Amal Rajan and, 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 and uh, Martha Carney would be on, and he would be on, he's ill, oh, got a touch of man flu, and they'd laugh. I don't know if those particular ones would laugh, but there's this okay thing to go man flu, man flu. And men, the kind of men who would wear, this is what a feminist looks like t-shirts, your kind of Benedict Cumberbatch or Nick Clegg man would go, oh, I've got a touch of man flu but it's not a thing as you know I'm not a hypochondriac I don't get ill I don't overdo my illnesses do men don't a trope has built up where men are hypochondriacs and this is stopping men going and men are dying because of it this thing where women are great men were once the warriors and the wage earners and the defenders they've lost that role we know that we're not I'm not talking about a kind of Andrew Tate Jordan Peterson thing where that they lost male uh, agency I just mean that in the in the in the stripping away of men's masculinity in order to make room for women at the top of society you're you've they've we've allowed the world to characterize men as hypochondriacs and man flu and men don't really get ill and you get gynecologists but there's no fucking man ecologist or women the whole health system is skewed towards women who women have to be oh so no, healthy. no 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 that that's that's not true women no but with all the good pregnancy and birth and babies and breast do cancer screenings everywhere who come and have a breast cancer screening nothing about prostates nothing what about do you testicles. Mean? They co- it's just and the whole thing is just and no, but they, that's and not but okay look f- uh, fine but you have to get your facts straight there's lots of prostate screenings no but they but, but prostate no there aren't there are blood tests which don't really work there's 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 a finger prick blood test which gives you your PSA levels and if they're higher than four ooh, you should have a scan and then they've got a handful of rusty old scanners that don't really work well they're it's all- the same sorry it's this it, it's absolutely the same for, for for breast cancer screening they don't start screening for breast cancer until you're until you're 50 it's not like it, the, the system doesn't work so much better for women than it does for men the the NHS is it does its best, but, you know, it's not brilliant for for either. I mean, there's been loads and loads of stories about how cancers across the board have been missed out by the NHS because of COVID and also because it's just, just a So why do you think men aren't going to adopt Because I think, and I think it's, I, I, I don't think it's a recent thing. I mean, you talk about a crisis of masculinity and men have been stripped of their masculinity. I, I, just, I, I just don't agree that that's a recent thing. I think that men have struggled with their masculinity for an awfully long time. I don't think men were particularly... I don't think men have ever been sort of okay, really, with being men. That's why they, they, that's why they're, they drink too much and take drugs and, and, uh, and, and do themselves in. Um, I think that men are incredibly conflicted about all sorts of things and always have been. And, that, and that's a- the weight. And that is the male, that's the male psychological state. And that is your pain. And that is why you get more men occupying the top bit and you get more men occupying the bottom bit. Whereas you get women sort of broadly in the middle. I just, I just don't think this. Is, I don't think this can possibly be a modern problem. It cannot possibly be a modern problem that men do not want to go to the doctor. It just can't be. But I do think a lot of men over a certain age. I think, I think a lot of them are very, very, very scared, and I would be too. That if they go to the doctor over a certain age, someone's going to stick their finger up their bum. They don't do that anymore, though. I think that men think that they do. Oh well, I think men would secretly like that. No, I don't. I think men I, would go in the hope of getting a finger stuck up their bum. I certainly did when I went with my prostate. You're a and very said, original, weird I went person. to see Dr. Johnson and mm. I said, I've got something wrong with my prostate. And I sort of went to pull my <laughs> pants down and he went, uh, well, we have a blood test. I went, oh, what? And he said, and then, it, and then when I had the blood test and he said, yeah, it is a raised PSA. You may have an enlarged prostate. And I went to pull my pants down. <laughs> uh, and he said, no, you're going to have to go for a scan. And I said, a scan? And he said, yes. And then he said, I could 
put my finger up there and I went to reach for my pants and <laughs> looked at but he wasn't reaching for his rubber gloves to snap them on. Uh, he said, I could put my finger up there, but as I've never put my finger up there before, mm-hmm. I won't know if your prostate was any bigger than it had been. Right. So you'll have to go for a scan. Okay. And I just went, you, you just don't want to put your finger up my bum, do you? Uh, and and you? he didn't and they don't anymore. So no. Okay. So yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe my comment yes, should be to tell yes, men yes, that they know. Maybe, yeah. maybe. But before you went... You, th- I don't know if you, how serious you're being about this, but before you went, you thought maybe he'll stick his finger up my bum. And I think over a certain age, men who um, perhaps you know they've noticed a change in their kind of urination or whatever, if the, they hear the word prostate and they think I don't want to go to the doctor because I don't want someone's finger up my bum. Let's be real. We're talking about Murphy's lorry drivers, right? They are not going to want to go to the GP to have a finger up the bum, okay? Metrosexuals like you may look forward to it and have a little drink in preparation. But generally speaking, your average average bloke is not going to want that. It's because they think, and that's what it was with my dad, they think that that what they're going to do is they're going to take your prostate out and you'll be impotent. And that's what men worry about. Men get in their 50s, they worry they're going to be rendered impotent and not be able to have sex with the women who won't have sex with them anyway Anyway. because they don't like invasive procedures. (laughs) So it's a sort of... An invasive. Okay, fine. Look, but but also, what men men they know they know that the doctor is going to say stop drinking so much, stop eating so much, and do something else boring and inconvenient. UK to jump queue to the moon. Oh God, not more moon. Yeah, it's a moon landing. Yes, private mission could speed British astronauts to the moon. The UK can bump its astronauts to the head of the queue for trips to the moon. And I thought, first of all, I was thinking, well, what would a British trip to the moon look like? And then I thought, <laughs> barging the queue is not the point. No. We want people who wouldn't. Exactly. The British would go, <coughs> I'm so sorry, after you, to the moon. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was reprimanded at the weekend by two very tall teenagers at the Cocklebarrow races because, I, because they were standing there like idiots, not asking for what they wanted at the queue for the candy floss. And I, just, and I said to the guy who was standing there, and they weren't asking them him for what they wanted, and I said... Uh, so I went, hi, can I have two bags of candy floss, please? And he went, yeah, fine, that'll be a million pounds. And I went, yeah. And then one of the teenagers muttered under his breath, uh, I think you'll find that like we were here first, actually. <laughs> I didn't know what to say, so I said nothing and just walked off with my, with my candy floss. Uh, so well, you'll be barging the queue to the moon then? Which is the story well, if everybody else is standing around not doing anything, then yeah, sure, why not? Except I don't want to go to the moon, it sounds weird. Four British astronauts will travel into space together after a deal was signed between the UK Space Agency and Axiom, a Houston firm. Can you imagine how fit you'd have to be to get selected to go to the moon? You think you'd have to be able to stand up off the kitchen floor without Definitely. using your hands? Well, there's, there's no, no gravity. gravity! There's no gravity. I can go to the moon because I'll be able to stand up. Yeah, but you have to do all sorts of other things. Like You have to be able to, oh God, they make them run on trip. You have to be so fit. Okay, you go, although, you've got plenty of muscles, so the muscle wastage won't bother you because you've got And I, I'd be spare. nice to have all my food in a pill for a change and not in stupid fucking tasting menu. Did you see uh, <laughs> the story that um, birds parrot each other and turn the zoo's air blue? Swearing is neither big nor clever, but if you're a parrot, it can be catching. Mm-hmm. Which is why a wildlife park solution to the problem of colourful language spoken by a handful of its birds is fraught with danger. Lincolnshire Wildlife Park is reintroducing its problem parrots to the flock in the hope that their profanities will be drowned out by others. However, there's a risk that hundreds of other birds will start repeating the swear words parrot fashion. So basically, Lincolnshire Wildlife Park, Wildlife Park um, near Skegness, has five African greys, Billy, Tyson, Eric, Jade and Elsie. 
Go on. They've been removed from display for three months uh, for swearing at visitors. So they've got these parrots. You go, you go. Who's a pretty boy? Then, and they go, fuck off, yeah, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, you wanker. Says yeah. the parrot. So they've decided to try and put them back in the parrot flock. Right, so that they relearn parrot and they start going wah, wah. instead. I just think they're going to end up with five hundred parrots yeah. all going fuck off, fuck yeah. off, fuck off, you wanker. Yeah. And then the point is they'll 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 expect. Then the parrots will fly off and it'll capture the wild parakeet uh, community. Starlings. Well, parakeet mm. community because of which we have thousands of here. And then all the parrots on Hampstead Heath and everywhere all over London mm. will start saying fuck off. Yeah, and then the starlings and then the pigeons. And we'll be living in a world where. You just wake up in the morning and someone goes, fuck, you fucking wanker, get out of bed, you fucking Although, lazy twat. Okay. And you open the window and it's just a pigeon. Is it? Is it? Is there something in what would what would birds be saying if they could talk or is that dull? Oh, it's a fucking cat. Fuck. Yeah, fucking yeah. Cat. Look at that fucking cat. <laughs> Ooh, that's a tasty looking dog shit, but I can't go and eat it because there's a fucking cat there. Get the fuck off my branch. Well, Good fucking down morning. There. I'm sorry I can't hold it anymore. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Good fucking morning. Good fucking night. Good night. I'm Turn going to Turn off the fucking street lights. It's three in the morning yeah. and I want to get some sleep. Yes, 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 yes. That's funny. Well, you could do both together, couldn't you? You could do a kind of... Hang on, what's that? Is that near... <laughs> <laughs> um, Carol Midgley has addressed this today, though. It's the only has she? Yeah, in T2. She's got a potty mouth, Midgley. Has she? Yeah. IRL. Yeah. Um, why? What she said? She says she's made all those jokes. I actually didn't read it. I don't know if she's made any of those jokes. But you she... haven't read Carol yet. No. Well, part of the paper. What's Carol done? Well, she's done the birds. She's done. She's done no, root, root pigeons. That's root T2. parrots. Sorry. It's in T two though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah but Is it not there? Not... Oh, I've taken it out to read. No, because it's the ladies section. No, that's not today's. Uh... Right. Doesn't matter what Carol wrote. Okay. All right. Uh, I won't do that. Um, okay. I mean, look, I feel we're coming to the end of our time without having delivered anything Neil can turn into a podcast, but fuck him. You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. To find out what I wrote about in the end, pick up a copy of the paper or treat yourselves to a digital subscription. (laughs) 